0: Captain's Log. Episode 26. This week's episode of the Beer Avengers podcast is sponsored by Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, located at 35-11 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Enjoy the eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items at Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars. Home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. On this week's installment, Captain, Huck, and Beer Wonder embrace the return of Mother Pucker, with a total of six pours from seven breweries, a freewheeling discussion about how music enhances beer. Or is it how beer enhances music? No doubt this will inspire countless knock-down, drag-out, chicken-slash-egg-style ruminations among you. And of course, there's no shortage of the usual tomfoolery that keeps you coming back week after week unless you're new. In that case, welcome! Remember to like, star, and subscribe us whenever that feels appropriate, and send us your emails at thebeerventures at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 26, Mother Pucker 2, A Symphony of Sour.
1: We're the Beer
0: Beer 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 Avengers. Beer beer, beer 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 Avengers. Beer 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 Avengers. We're the Beer Avengers. Yeah. Welcome to the Beercast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens. I am Captain Porter Brown Stout.
1: And coming to you from an undisclosed location on the west side of Manhattan Town. This is Hophead Huck, also known as the Pale Male.
2: And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder!
3: Hey y'all, it's Mother Pucker, coming from an undisclosed location in upstate Manhattan.
0: And we are... The The Beer Ventures!
1: Yeah, we're the Beer Ventures!
0: We're gonna change our
1: name to NSYNC.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that'd make a lot more sense than my choice, boys to men. Um, <laughs> welcome to the beer cast. Uh, all the beer vendors out there in all the various states and our international uh, waters. Well, I don't know I don't know if you're in the international waters, but you're near some of them. We to get a sure. lot of listeners up, uh, up in
1: the middle of the sea.
0: They might be, yeah. I, 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 that might be some of the ones that show up as uh, undetermined. And we don't know, right. There might be there might be well I was going to say a cruise ships so I don't Talk think they're back in business quite location. yet are they
2: it's, yeah, exactly it's undisclosed locations they're they're doing this better than we that's are that's right
0: <laughs> um, but yeah we've got a great show coming up uh, we as you noticed we we are welcoming back from well you'll fix this in huck-ups next week if I get this wrong I think from episode twelve uh, we've got mother pucker. I was going to say in the house, but of course, we're not in a house together. But Mother Pucker is here again, and we're so happy to have her back. Welcome. Yeah.
3: Thank you. I'm so stoked to be back. I had so much fun last time, and I feel like that I did something right last time to be asked back. Either that or you just ran out of guests, and you're digging <laughs> deep. Either way, I'm happy to be here.
0: No, we've no. been scheming to have you back ever since you were there to figure. Well, you know, we don't want to offend any of the other ones who who, ha- who haven't come back. So yeah, we've
1: been meaning to have uh, 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 not pool. Yeah, on. I yeah, know. He's, he's just yeah. got a
0: crazy schedule. Uh, I mean, I, I don't tough. know if he's blowing me off. Sometimes he's a pretty important guy.
1: Yeah, he is important.
2: It's a big
0: deal. People know him. <laughs> yes. Um, but, uh, but this week we've got Mother Pucker. And we're very glad she's here. Uh, we have, uh, all sorts of great things planned. We have a few interesting discussions. We're going to talk about our week. We might have a trip to my, my officer's basement. Uh, <laughs> uh, but before we do any of those things, everyone let's get to the pores.
1: Absolutely. Right? And yeah. And with the, with having Mother Pucker here is great because that really gives me a chance to, uh, to try out some, some new, uh, you know, funky beers. so uh, if you don't mind i'd like to go ahead and
0: but uh, we correct do mind yeah what? i mean seriously how many times do we go how many times do we have to go through this charade
1: <laughs> every time i
2: guess every time
0: yeah it's part apparently, of apparently except of our last shit. but i mean really either that it was is just the, a short-term memory but it was just the three of us i think we just got confused and, and yeah. complacent yeah we're, we're, we're a little uh, out of sorts here
1: why don't we let the motherfucker?
0: uh
3: well yeah she's our first. guest
0: Exactly. It would only be polite. Absolutely. Be our guest and be our first four this week, Mother
3: Oh, Y'all are so polite. Appreciate that. So one I have for tonight is from Bell's in Michigan. Nice. Um, It's called Flamingo Fruit Bite. Uh, It's a tart ale uh, brewed with passion fruit and lime. Um, So I'm a sucker for anything with an animal on the label. Obviously, I'm just one of those people. But it's delicious. I discovered it last week. I was doing some research, and apparently, it's only available in February and March. So um, it's not going to be available to me for much longer. But I quite enjoy it. So I made it all the way here. Let's take a look, right? Oh
1: boy, raise her up a little bit there. Oh, Ooh. it's got
2: a good orangey color. Real yeah. orange. Electric.
3: It's really pretty. What were
1: those fruits again? That looks mangoey.
3: Passion fruit and lime
1: okay so that passion fruit color is really coming through
2: absolutely and it's it's got a, a really tight head on it which is lovely to see that's gorgeous that's uh oh, can't see through it that's going to be juicy and delicious I oh bet. it's nice.
3: it's so good
1: who else has got has got something well
2: huck you were so excited
1: and well, I, totally I should let you go now we, I'll tell you we what,
2: really burst your bubble
1: I'm, so. I'm 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 hitting all the all the uh the points well this this one is actually uh a uh
0: Oh, uh, I'm okay. sorry. Let me it's try a, that uh, again. Uh, yeah, this, my uh, beer so, so today is say, going to be... you for me again, would you?
1: Okay, okay. Well, I got a great beer. Uh, this is actually came from a certain place, so it is a...
3: Sponsored core.
1: That's right. And this <laughs> is go. from uh, 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 Catskill Brewing. Oh. It's called Freak Tractor Farmhouse Ale, and it's... Uh, this is a Model 14, I guess. There's not a lot of information on the internet about Catskill. But I'm really excited to to have them because I i already like this brewery. They're kind of a low key. We could talk a little bit more about them later on. But this one is made with 100% brettanomyces. Brit-
2: brettanomyces? yes. Guy?
1: I'll rely on you to uh, say the right word. Uh, uh, and so it, I'm expecting some 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 funkiness here, some sour action. So, here we go. Let's take a look.
2: Ooh, Brett has done his work on this one. Oh, Look yes. at that. Good straw color, but also I'm, I can't quite tell. Is this clear? Because the carbonation is pretty active on this bad boy. Yeah,
1: it's pretty clear. There's a, there's a slight haziness to it. Okay. I know I have a, unfortunately, I have a light that has a purple hue to it. So it's, it's throwing off the lighting. I hold it.
2: But it's still, oh, but that gold, that gold. Yeah, it's got a right sort of
1: traditional really gold color to it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Gorgeous. Very good. Nice
1: Very nose. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, All right, so well, who else is going? Oh, and I Captain. forgot to say, Animal on the Can.
2: Yes, I saw Oh,
3: that. Yes. yeah. I'm a big fan of that brewery, and I, I stopped in there on a recent road trip. Well, oh, yeah. not so recent, but I was like, raccoons! Sweet, you got to stop there. Very nice. And yes. I was not disappointed. Some great yeah. beers.
2: Well, Captain, uh, you know, I, I feel like... Now is your time.
0: Oh, sure. I guess I will. Yeah, I, uh, I am so so used to so going last. Yeah, let's mix it up a little bit. Let's I go know. crazy. It, let's go wild. Mother Pucker's okay. here. So, yes, actually, this is... Uh, we had been wanting to have her back anyway, but a, a couple weeks ago, I was in our uh, our sponsor, uh, Story Beer and Cheese Ditmars, at 35-11 Ditmars, and I saw a beer there, and I said, well, th- i am got to get this one, and this is the one I'm going to have when Mother Pucker comes back. Uh, it is a collaboration uh-huh. between Evil oh. Twin... And Omnipalo, and I've been rolling it the way you guys oh have trained me to. Boy. Uh, this is a uh, let's Those see. Two decadent brewery names. This deli needs a bigger double kiwi, lime, coconut, muffin, lassi, goza, royal treatment. That is oh, correct. Right.
2: What? <laughs> and look at that Can art. Nothing but happy faces all over the place they're winking at me I Yeah love that's the, that's sort of
0: that's that's the way they that the the Omnipala logo got sort of sucked into the evil twin machine I love oh, it I can't wait for this captain this is going to be amazing Oh here we go this is going to
1: have some color to it I think uh-huh, Absolutely I
2: Oh, and check that. Oh, wow. Much
3: and, and
2: brighter than I thought it would be. Not Just, what I was expecting.
3: Yeah. I'm
0: seeing green. Is that, mm. uh, I am like, too. I think it's starting to disappear to my green screen. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. But <laughs> goodness, I mean, and almost no head, cr- head formation on that.
0: That's one. true.
1: Really interesting. Oh, this would have been good for St. Patrick's day. This is I, definitely a green beer. Exactly.
2: Right. Wow.
0: That is it's, so it's holding hard. up to the green screen better than the uh, that Big Alice. Uh, right, uh, right. Can. All right. What do you have, Dear exactly. Wonder?
2: Uh, well, see, here's the thing. A mother pucker was coming back. And, and as many of you know, this is a journey into sours for me in, in many ways this year. So I had a very special one that, unfortunately, we did not get to drink the last time you were here. But I've been saving knowing that you would be coming back. Um, this is a holiday fruited sour from our dear friends at KCBC. It is known as the Jingle Zombie Fruited Sour and it looks a little something
3: like
1: that you can see very
3: fun zombie elf It's the holidays here
2: exactly we're keeping it holiday so this is a sour ale with cranberry tangerine and plum and it is made with barley and wheat okay so it's gonna be
1: uh i've had some of the other zombies these are these are really good they're always really fruity and super tart
2: They've got a beach zombie that I saw they just brought out that I have not had a chance to get my hands on. But uh, this one's going to be very different color-wise. So let's take a look at that.
3: Oh, so pretty. Pretty in pink. Mm -hmm. It's got like a grape.
1: Ruby red grapefruit color. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, definitely.
1: Big old fluffy head on there.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what we want. Mm -hmm. And the fruit is right right. there. It's right there.
3: I feel like I can smell it from here. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, oh! I'll do my can shot. Here we go. All right. Oh, perfect.
0: Cheers, cheers, everyone. Cheers. cheers. Love it. Oh, that's very nice.
1: Ooh. This definitely has a funk to it. It's a kind of a traditional farmhouse, mm-hmm. and it's one of those ones you sort of like. Oh, what am I? What, what's going on? You got to kind of get used to it a little bit if you're not used to drinking farmhouse or saisons. Very much on the nose, though. Correct. Coming correct. I do like Catskill. They're really, uh, they're hidden away, and we do get them in the city. Obviously, we got this at uh, our sponsor. Yes, sir. And uh, they, but I think they self deliver. I talked to the delivery guy recently. Um, recently meaning 2019, and they, 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 they deliver themselves. So they don't have a distributor. so yeah. They're really under the radar. Um, but they make great beers, and uh, I, I, I want to visit the brewer. You have to tell us about that visit, uh, uh MP.
3: I think a road trip is in the works when we can start doing those kinds of things again. Oh yeah. Oh, for sure.
0: Any day now. Yes. Um, it's
3: not that far away. It's pretty relatively close. Yeah.
1: It's a couple hours.
2: Well, I'll be honest friends. Um, I'm basically just drinking fruit juice. So yeah. it's been nice knowing you. I mean, it's only, it's only like 4%, but I cannot taste a lick of alcohol and it just is this delicious, like plum holiday, sweet, sour, sour, magic. Like I, I, I would drink this for lunch and not know it was a beer. Uh, I'm kind of in love.
1: Oh, good. Good. (laughs) And I think that KCBC, they really have over time have become this a real, uh, really known for their sours, especially these, the zombies. And they also have the marble of doom and they make a couple of other special uh, sours. So they've really become uh, uh, pretty well known for those. Even though no, I don't the, think the I've had one
3: with. that I didn't like. I think the, every KCBC I've had has been special in some way or another.
1: Nice, yeah. Yeah.
3: And and they, they do often keep the animal
2: theme going, of course, with their usual mascot being an octopus.
1: Oh, check the can. It might be a penguin on there or something.
2: Let's take a look. No, I just see a very angry zombie who seems to have beheaded a number of children. There's fire. Oh. And death. It's and all a, my tur- favorite and a turkey leg. And a turkey leg.
1: No octopus.
2: I don't, I'll
3: keep looking, but I don't see it. All right, so we've got a Christmas meets the Ren Fair kind of vibe going. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Christmas I mean, meets the Ren Fair. Yeah, I got that turkey leg. Indeed. It's interesting.
0: This one, uh, you were talking about the one that just basically it's fruit. I feel like some of the evil twins are that way. Uh, like the even more Hydra that you graciously oh, shared yeah. with us. I had that, and it was just mm-hmm. like, uh, it's not, I, I didn't even really taste like a sour it's yeah. like, and that's not a criticism. It's just like, it just didn't even feel like, like this is just something very fruity. It was pure decadence with the yeah, marshmallow yeah. in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one is really like, tastes like, I remember mother Puck you saying last time, how you were such a big fan of like the sour patch kids. This is as reminiscent of that, of like okay. sour. candy. Wow. Um, oh. This is a uh, milk, sugar, kiwi, coconut, lime, sea salt, marshmallow, vanilla, and cocoa.
1: Gosh. marshmallow
0: now I'll be also honest the cocoa is not coming things. out very strong to me but yeah that marshmallow thing I think is part of what's making reminding me of those like of the sour candies I think that's, wow. that's the element that's really informing it that way really I good. want to try
2: that yeah, that marshmallow sounds really is the
1: interesting new, they say marshmallow love, is the new milk sugar
2: Yeah, I do love a salted beer I do love a beer, especially a sour, that has a little
0: extra salt in it. I always feel like it adds that little
2: extra something to it. A good
3: Goza is so refreshing and satisfying on so many levels.
0: I had one the other day that uh, had a, not a Goza, but a a beer from, uh, I think it was uh, Stillwater. Um, Oh, true. And and it was a stout, but it had uh, salted caramel in it.
3: Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. You know who makes one of my favorite Gozas is Six Point. You know, oh, I, for for local breweries, I'm a big fan of Six Point, and their their summer jammers are always yes. so delicious.
1: Yeah,
3: and we're Very getting on to we're getting on summer jammer
2: time. I feel like I feel like we. I'm, started- I'm ready for it.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean,
1: now
3: motherfucker,
2: we do we room. have
1: had sour beers on the show, yes. outside without of me, motherfucker episodes. I think one or two. There was yeah, that true. even more Hydra mm-hmm. one. There's been one.
3: I, I feel
0: a little, a little sad about that, honestly. <laughs> or yeah. Yeah. You know, and this is talking about he sours and goes, and though. we could talk about lambics and all of that. This was something that, uh, when Beer Wonder was doing his, uh, Beer Wonder delivery service uh, a couple of weeks ago, and, and we were having uh, lunch outside in the beautiful backyard a story of Story Beer and Cheese Ditmars, 35-11 Ditmars. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and we were there, we started get we were talking about the difference between, uh, what, what is a sour and what is, what is technically a sour and what's in the sour family? And so uh, have, have you had a chance to look that up I get a little more info on that beer wonder? Uh, well, I mean,
2: sour beer sort of is the oldest type that we've got in history because before pasteurization and sterilization, sort of everything just got sour. Um, and so today, generally, when you're thinking about a sour beer, what we've done is we've added something into the process in order to sour it. It could be our buddy Brett, who's been hanging out with uh, Huck today, which is that Britannomyces, uh, which will sour basically anything. In fact, when brewers are brewing, if they are using Brett as a part of their process, either they'll do it in a disposable barrel, just so they can get rid of him, because he's he hides in corners and is a nasty, nasty little bastard to get rid of or they'll dedicate a full uh, fermentation tank to it. Mm. Um, but since Brett like takes a while to do his job often, um, a lot of groups, especially KCBC and my beard did that today, uses a pro- program known as kettle souring, where they basically bring the the temperature down a little bit, and then we'll introduce a little bit of usually lactobacillus in, or sometimes maybe Brett, um, for to allow it to do its work in a small contained environment. So you're not destroying everything and doing the whole full process. Um, so kettle souring tends to be kind of what we traditionally think of today as a soured beer. But if you can imagine before we'd figured out how to clean everything, most of your beers would probably have been up Mother Pucker's alley a little bit um, because uh, that's just, you know, science, man, excuse me, God, because until pasteurization, we thought God was just blessing everything and filling us <laughs> with holiness, which honestly, I'm still
1: okay with.
0: Bless it. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever word you want to use to explain the universe, you know, Uh, because even science acknowledges that they only uh, uh, that we even now we understand more than we did 10 years ago. There's always something that's unexplained.
3: And then sometimes you just take a sip of that beer and you feel blessed because it is so perfect in In every single way. Well, Mother
2: Pucker, we have not heard about your blessed drink, uh, so tell us, how's this one
3: running? It's, it's really delicious. Uh, it's 5% ABV. Okay. It's, it's a lot lower than the one that I had last time I was on. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's thick and juicy, and it's got probably a little bit more lime than passion fruit, but it's not too sweet. It's got a little bit of the hoppiness to just kind of balance it out. It is, it's a really refreshing, delicious beer.
1: I think this and is our first Bells as well, isn't it? Is not it really?
0: Or? It is not. I apologize. No, no, it's uh, um, oh, our, very our very first sponsored pour ever was a Bells.
1: Oh, <gasps> funny. How cool. I can remember now.
0: Yeah, it was a Bells old fashioned uh, porter, uh, meaning it was aged in like some kind of, whether well, it might have been like brandy barrels, because it was, it was like Ooh. a porter that was, made, was supposed to taste like an old fashioned.
3: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I I had never seen Bells at my little grocery store in their little beer cooler, but I saw this, obviously it was the label that caught my attention. And I thought, oh, Bells, that's an interesting one that I have not really had any experience with. So I picked it up and I am not disappointed at all.
1: Yeah, they're always, they're always on. I mean, they've become a bigger company now. So they're, they're, you know, uh. Not as cool, but uh, they're, they're always put out a good product, and they're still independently owned, so they can still be cool.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And they've been the progenitors of things like, you know, the, the Two-Hearted, which kind of started mm. that, like, Midwest IPA trend yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And also bringing it back to Michigan from, you know, from whence we had our uh, most recent friend. Cabell. Cowbell, yes the cowbell
0: the cowbell excuse mr. me, mr cowbell to you also, also uh, a musician you know a music music person, yes music lover. yes um and and i want to get to that but i did want to just say one one more thing because i'm still a little unsure on the whole what is a sour so a goza yeah. is a sour i would
2: yes. say
0: so so well, is a lambic a sour
2: Yes, a lambic is a sour. So, okay, so there it. is no apparently definitive type of sour. So it is, is really. Is a, there just,
0: any uh, beer you can think of that has a fruit adjunct that is not considered a sour? Sure. What?
1: Uh, I can offhand. Uh, uh, there's just fruited fruited beers, fruited yeah. ales, like okay. uh, for example the uh, Blue Point Blueberry Ale, going back sure. to the to the aughts. There, I mean, that was just a Blueberry flavored uh, beer. And there's other ones like that too. There's a lot of fruited IPAs, um, milkshake IPAs.
0: So so I guess what that means is uh, even, so all fruited beers are not sours, but almost all sours are fruited beers. Well, or, or I, would, I wouldn't often, say that. I would say oftentimes we really like the flavors we
2: get when okay. we add fruit to sours. So um, I'm thinking about, we were talking about Goza's, um, one of uh, my buddies at Five Boroughs do an excellent Goza as well, and they often fruit that in a variety of different ways because it tastes really good, where, for example, their Tiny Juicy IPA, which is also one of my favorites, which we've had on the show has a fruity character to it and wouldn't taste particularly good with extra fruit in it. But so the real definition for a sour beer is that it is using a yeast of some sort that is creating a sour flavor with the grain itself. So the yeah. flavor is from the yeast and less from anything that we necessarily added to it on top of that. Um, but- interesting. But there's, you know, but like we get American wild ales, which are some of my favorite ones where yeah. they just throw Britannomyces in. People who do those like cool ships where they just put beer out in like an old apple orchard and let whatever shows up just do its thing. Like that's yeah. the cool, that's where the cool, crazy stuff gets to happen.
1: Yeah. When you see the word wild ale, that's going to be a, a sour. And there's a lot of traditional sours like the the, uh, the stuff that like hermit thrush is known for. Just mm-hmm. their sour ales and they're, they're, they've got the... The, the bacteria, the the lactobac, I can't, I'm bad at saying the words, but the lactobacillus
2: uh, and Bertanomyces are the two. You're thank you.
1: Over to lactobacillus and britanamyces. If yes. they're in there, you don't. And, and if they're done well and aged right, then you don't need to add fruit. And I think the fruit thing just sort of came, came up in the past, you know, 10 years or so, just like, get them in there, fruit them up. Maybe they were too sour for people. They said, well, give them some fruit with it and it'll balance it.
2: I like that to think sense. it's just making sure that we're getting our vitamin C because generally beer doesn't have those nutrients in them. <laughs> generally it's very important. Exactly. I mean, we could technically live off of beer, and honestly, I'm ready to try. But you do need like I hear scurvy's a bitch.
1: So you can go back as far as uh the Belgian the Belgian wit ale, which was generally made with uh, with orange
0: peel. Hops are also good for you. No, talking like about it. I'm sorry, oil. I, I, I'm right. I- I didn't. I, well, that wasn't. I'm a. To, I'm a am to, i I'm topic apart here. No, because he was talking about the vitamin C, and I was saying that hops are hops have nutritional value as well.
3: So basically, we all win. Yes,
0: it's just everybody wins. We're right. I'm sorry, Huck, I was just. I was one. still focused on that because I remembered a few years back when I was in a tour of the Stouts Brewery in yeah. uh, Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, uh, and and uh, he was and and that Ed Stout was telling us about the qualities uh, of like that like basically people who drink people who drink a lot of beer uh may not live quite as long as people who drink no beer but people who drink a little beer live longer than people who uh who drink no beer right. so he was what he was saying was an IPA keeps the doctor away <laughs> okay good yeah. words it
1: should be a, should be an added part to that all right well I'll work on that for next week <laughs> yeah let me see that uh, that that uh, beer you got there again um a beer wonder that's got like, it's almost looks like a bloody Mary.
3: Oh, I love yeah. that color so
2: much. It, yeah. I mean, it is really, truly fruit dollar. juice. And I get, I mean, they're using a souring yeast, of course, but there is this barley and wheat element to it. And the wheat really lightens up the body. Ah, Okay. It gives me that like kind of blue moon character to it. That really lightness, that, that really refreshing quality. Um, You know, which is really nice with all the fruit on top of it. There's almost like a pie. Feel. like uh-huh. i could I could definitely see this as a dessert beer next to like a christmas turkey like our little zombie friend has in his hand here so <laughs> when we're back at ren fairs maybe I'll snuggle some of this in and drink that nice. with, my, uh, with my turkey legs
1: love it yeah there's a lot and there's not a lot of information on the on the freak tractor it's a great name mm-hmm.
3: it's a great uh, name
1: and just the fact that it's i know it's model 14 because i looked online but there's nothing on the can to indicate that it's it's this is the 14th iteration uh and they're they're just not really great at their social media but they're good at the beer so that's what's important and this is 6.4 percent for the oh. kids
0: out there you know it's funny when you mentioned the the turkey leg of the ren fair one of the things that reminds me of like ren fairs they always have so many great drinking songs
3: they do yes they do
0: <laughs> and in fact mother pucker <laughs> i think you wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, connection between uh beer and music
3: Yes, absolutely. And, and thank you for entertaining me on this suggested topic because, no, a great- as, as you, know, you know, I love beer. I love music. I love animals because I buy beer with animals on the labels, but music is just one of my favorite things in my life. And so when the, the idea was presented that I could pick the topic, let's talk about songs about beer because yeah. there are countless songs about beer So, you know, you drink some beer, you feel inspired, you pin out a great song, and some of the most classic musics, classic musics, what is that? Classic songs that we have, it's like the beer's already getting to me, come from people drinking. Not always beer, but you think of some of the most classic songs that everybody knows Mm -hmm. are about drinking, and that is why I picked this topic, and you all have been assigned or self-selected a song about uh, beer and i i was my hope was that you would listen to the song and kind of pick it apart and talk about why you like it or why you think it's impactful or special and let's have a discussion about it
1: heck yeah kill kick us off what do you what, what song is uh what song do you have in mind
3: so for me, my favorite song about drinking, or at least my favorite one right now, because like anybody, your music, your your favorite song shifts just based on how you're feeling, what your mood is. Of course. Right now, the song that's really speaking to me is by Waylon Jennings, and it's called Drinking and Dreamin'. And it's mm. a song about escapism. It's a man who's trapped and he can't get out of his situation. And so... The song is just him sitting at a bar, getting drunk until he envisions himself, you know, a thousand miles out of his mind is is one of the lines of the song. And it's just a beautiful and sad song, but it just, it really resonates with me. It was one of my mom's favorite songs when I was growing up. And I just, it's always been a part of my life. And sometimes when I'm just feeling sad and I'm just like, God, I wish I could go anywhere, but here right now. That song is so relatable on so many levels. And I hope if you haven't heard it, I hope you listen to it because it's, it's worth a listen for sure.
1: Now we have a Beer Avengers playlist on Spotify. Uh, I mean, where do we find it? I mean, it's on my page, but it's
0: on your page. It's, it's it's called,
3: it's called Beer Avengers The Playlist. Ah.
0: Not to be confused with Beer Vengers Assemble. That's someone else's list altogether, yes, and it's weird. Outside. And I don't, I couldn't quite figure. No, I just say don't look at that way. I just, uh, I, or if, if you can make sense of it, listen to it and explain it to us. Because I just, I saw that and I'm like, <laughs> no, I, <won't>. I haven't. <laughs> there's some I weird stuff here. But I so bet we'll you'll be able out. to
2: find a link to it at thebeervengers.com. So if you yes. need to us oh, we will put we will put, put, in we'll put that in, yeah. the
0: next, uh, in the next uh, so in the next installment of the blog. Mine isn't along the
1: same lines. I, I, uh, I, uh, my song today is I like beer by the great Tom T hall. Now, if you don't know Tom T hall, he's a classic, uh, country songwriter. I'm not like a huge country music guy, but I mean, some of the, the, the Tom T hall stuff just speaks to me. It sings to me. I love his songs. I love his lyrics. And he's known as the, he was known as the storyteller. He was a Nashville songwriter. Did write songs for like Johnny Cash, Patsy Klein, you know, nothing really um of note. I mean, I'm sure there's some songs that are great, but it was in the in the mid sixties, there was a number one song for Jeannie C. Riley called The Harper Valley PTA. If you know I that song.
0: That one. Yeah. And ah. it was just,
1: it was the theme to the movie, right? The Harper Valley PTA movie.
0: And a brief TV show as well. That's it, right. It was a sitcom.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think was it Barbara Eden was in it? Yes. Or there you go. Oh, no need to check the hookups this time.
0: <laughs> hey,
1: now Tom, uh, he wrote the song. He had written it because he writes these story songs. He's classic for these. And then after that, once he had that song, uh, he did his own version of it. And then he started to get a lot of his own airplay. And one of the one of his biggest hits was called "I Love." Now you guys know this one. Yes, it's like it's. And when I was a kid, like ten years old. My uncle Bob had a lot of country records and he would play them and he had this, uh, I love, and I just would like, play that again, play that again. Cause I just, I love absurdity. I love just silliness. And this song, he says, I love little baby ducks, old pickup trucks, tomatoes on the vine and
0: onions. Like
1: what, (laughs) what, What? why is Why are you including onions? Uh, That is a a good question. What? What? Play that again. It's like he's
0: looking around the room and selecting objects a right. uh, little baby ducks and it rhymes with pickup trucks and uh uh tomatoes on the vine and on the vine uh, what, what else is in very sauce? specific Onions. oregano then, i love of, oregano
1: and then of course it leads to him saying and i love you too so it's a love song yeah. you know but anyway, i love that song and it wasn't until later that i started to get more into his songs there's another song he did called uh uh old dogs children and watermelon wine
3: Mm-hmm. I love that song. Mm-hmm. That song that's that's like
1: so gold, great. it's he, the, 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 the theme of it is that he is at the end of a night. He's on tour or something and he's sitting alone in in the hotel bar and this old black man comes up and talks to him and sits down with him. And it's like, it's, it's fairly inappropriate, but, <laughs> but, but good hearted. <laughs>
3: You know? Times were different back then.
1: Oh, my gosh. And that's a that's a beauty. And then, of course, there's I like beer. And if I could read a little bit of the lyrics. Oh, please. Um, yes. Trematic I rating, think I'd like to, even though he's a, he's got a country twang, I'd like to do this in an Irish accent if I could. So <laughs> I go. Why not? I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind. And sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Whiskey's too rough. Champagne costs too much. Vodka puts my mouth in gear. This little refrain should help me explain. As a matter of fact, I like beer. So there you go.
3: It's so good. It is such a classic a jam. I love it.
1: <laughs> I and if, if you
3: look online, there's there's a video of him singing it live, and it's, it's really special.
1: And he's got a ton. He's got a ton of songs like that. They're just uh, just so great. So fun. He's almost a forgotten guy, you know, like, uh, not really, but you know, he's really uh Deserves. Is he still a, around? I believe he died, uh, fairly recently. We'll check the hookups on okay. that later.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cause he's remi- reminding me a little of, uh, Oh, what's the name of the guy? Uh, L- uh, Loudon Wainwright.
1: Yeah. Similar yeah, There's a similarity there. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a, there's a, there's a genuineness to the Tom T. Hall songs that, that you might not think is there because it's so silly. Yeah. But it's so sincere, you know? I got to check that.
0: I well, yeah, that was apparently, we write it for a long time. He was, uh, you know, he's written about all sorts of things, but he was best known for it was Dead Skunk in the Middle of the Road.
1: Um, uh, Tom T. Hall is uh, a living man.
0: All right. We don't have to save. wait I, till I next
1: see, week for that. 84 years old.
3: I'm not yeah. quite surprised. I thought he was also...
1: Sorry, Tom. Sorry, Tom. He's still (laughs) gone. Our our
3: respects. Our respects to Tom T. Hall.
1: Oh, Tom. I'd I'd love to see him. I I assume he's not touring anymore.
3: It says years active. The last year active was 2011. So he's probably just enjoying retirement these days. Maybe the occasional county Fair. Maybe. Hopefully he's just sitting at home drinking beer because that's what he likes.
2: That's what he likes. Exactly. He's earned it. Along with onions and tomatoes on <laughs> and the vine. Tomatoes on the
0: vine. And the little baby ducks. <laughs> and you. And you. You. And I
1: also forgot to say, and you too. you too. <laughs> I mean, that's a big influence. That song is such a big influence on yes. me as, as a songwriter. It's just, let me think of the silliest things I can and put them in a song. Yeah.
2: Well, I had to ask for an assignment this week, because as we have well established, uh, the Beer Wonder has a huge deficit of cultural knowledge. And so I did ask Mother Pucker to give me a song. And Mother Pucker, would you like to uh, tell the folks at home what you selected for me?
3: Sure. As we further the cultural education of Beer Wonder, I picked one of the classics that I'd be hard-pressed to believe there's anyone in the world who doesn't know this song. There's a tear in my beer by the late, great Hank Williams.
2: Yeah. Truly a classic. Now, I know you have a really deep personal connection to this one, especially you want to talk about that, because then I can chime in on like, this was a delightful one for you to pick for me for a couple of reasons.
3: Sure. So I was introduced to this song as a very young child. My grandfather, may he rest in peace, was a professional drinker, and that was ultimately what led to his demise. But he loved songs about booze as well. And I was a little kid. He would sing the song to my little brother and I. And we really had no idea what it was about. We, 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 didn't, we weren't bothered by matters of the heart and getting drunk and drowning your sorrows or any of that. Um, so he would sing that song to us. And so we always grew up knowing, knowing the lyrics to this song. And so anytime I hear it, I still kind of get a case of the warm and fuzzies just thinking about, my grandfather singing to his very young grandchildren about just getting drunk and pining over somebody. <laughs> Yeah, because it's a very dark song. Like is. Is,
2: with, with, within, I believe the second go around of this one, I think he says he's like nine beers in. No, it's the first. It's the first go round. Yeah, there's a tear in my beer because I'm crying for you, dear. You're on my lonely mind. Into these last nine beers, I've shed a million tears. You are on my. Yeah, it, it's it's like you that's on how my we lonely start. Mind is the refrain, that's yeah. just how we keep going. Um, and the reason I laughed when I got a Hank Williams song is that back in. Previous secret identities that I've had, uh, I was in school and was regularly asked to sing as a part of my classwork. And we were asked specifically to do country songs. And everyone's coming in with like contemporary stuff and, you know, things like that. And I was wanted to be the rebel child. And also I wanted to do something funny. So I started digging through. uh, And what did I show up with on my first day as my introduction to my take on country music was Hank Williams, move it on over. Because I thought there was nothing greater than being thrown into the doghouse and having to continuously explain why I was rolling over in that. So to to loop it back to Hank made me really happy. But I was trying to figure out why I, I wasn't super – because I listened to a decent amount of Hank Williams when I was trying to pick something for this class. And I was trying to like, why, why, why didn't this one show up? Well, probably because I was under legal drinking age and they wouldn't have loved me singing about – heartbreak and booze in college. <laughs>
0: um, They're the ones who know. assigned country music. What the That's hell? Tr- well, I mean,
2: and right? d- in fairness to, to the flip side of that, I did do a little bit of cigarettes and chocolate milk for uh, another contemporary version of that one. And that one's about all kinds of things. Um, but uh, but um, But one of the things I learned in digging into this is that apparently when Hank originally recorded this, he recorded this in the 50s and decided not to release it. And so it did seem to come to prominence when his son, Hank Williams, Jr., put it out in 1988. Um, And he did a very cool music video, again, continuing my education, where he kind of mashed himself up with footage of his dad.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, Uh, kind of like what uh, Natalie Cole did with her dad?
2: Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's actually pretty wonderful. And I, I found it on YouTube and watched it a couple times because it's pretty mesmerizing because he sort of starts it off and then a door opens and his dad shows up and then they're singing together. And it's really, really touching and beautiful that both of these guys are sort of like sobbing their eyes out into their ears together and having this kind of connection across time. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, it being such a cool you know, example of this, it won Best Music Video, Country Music Awards, and and the chart, you know, it started topping the charts. It was number seven, I think, on the on the the billboard list the year it came out or the country music list the year it came out. Um, So I, I felt kind of charmed by that. I love the, I love the idea of being able to connect through time with someone over a beer. In, in whatever your kind of preferred art form was. So as, as del- charming and wonderful as the song is, and as much as I kind of like have a soft spot for Hank because of my own history, this one really, really charmed me because there was that almost like historic psychic connection between the two of them in this video. So if if, if you are like me being introduced to this one, I can't highly recommend a quick YouTube search um, and uh, to take a moment to watch uh, the the music video connected to There's a Tear in My
3: Beer by
2: our delightful Hank Williams.
1: Nice.
3: It's so special. It really gave that song such a, like a, a new life and introduced it to a whole new generation of people. And yeah, I, I remember being, I was 10 years old when that version came out and I just remember being, I thought it was so cool that yeah. they could do that. And just thinking about that relationship that they had. And one, one other thing that you pointed out that, that I want to just say is, you know, when you said there's so many, you, when you were, Tasked with looking up yep. your own country music when you were younger, and you're, there's so many contemporary songs out there, and you wanted to dig deeper. Yeah, you, you could do a search right now. Contemporary country music right now has the monopoly on songs about beer. <laughs> Seriously, it's insane. Every other song in current country music is about beer in a very different way. I feel like now it's about and red solo cups and beer runs and whatever, mm-hmm. but the songs about beer in the old country days mm. were really about kind of sadness and drinking away your pain, and like just carried a completely different meaning than the songs that are out there now.
1: I was just learning about Hank Williams recently, uh, and that he was known as a hillbilly Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Wrote all these great songs, like classic songs that even today. Uh, are are known as uh, people cover them all the time. And he died at the age of 29. I know. It's incredible to me that he had such a, uh, and if you see pictures of him, he looks so mature in these pictures. And I guess that was part of it. He was aging quickly.
0: So yeah,
1: something else.
3: All right, captain, I guess that means you're up.
0: Okay. Uh, so it was interesting. Uh, I I, been, I was thinking about this very, like I mentioned uh, as our segue into this about rent fairs, they have always associated uh because the end of the day is the pub sing and we all have a beer and we sing a song and uh and the uh before we decided how we were going to open this show I, I, had a, I had a song uh called just called beer that was a Renfair song that I was going to use as our opening song uh and I I played it for you guys I said and I told Huck well unless you want to come up with something because I know he'd been playing around on his uh his ukulele for a lot that was part of the big part of his quarantine life, mm-hmm. and then the next week he had it. It was like, okay, no, we're doing that one. But this one was just a song it was... The refrain is just, beer, 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 beer. <laughs> uh, uh, and it's just all about the history of beer. Um, but, but then I was thinking, looking at your playlist, and I saw the Tom Waits thing on there, and even though Warm Beer and Cold Women, I think that's there just because beer's in the title, but it just got to me thinking about how so much... He's one of my very favorites. I would say he's in my top two uh and uh so much of his music is just about bar life just about hanging out in bars and and uh in fact he's got one called closing time uh actually leonard cohen my number two also has another song called closing time uh but the one that associate with him is not specifically about beer but just like near the end of the evening one of my very favorite songs ever is the piano has been drinking (laughs) <laughs> uh, because it's kind of like, I was thinking about it more the more uh, Huck was talking about, they sort of like the silly songs. And this is about a guy who's playing the piano and stumbling through it and he's mixing all his metaphors. And, and the refrain is, because the piano has been drinking, not me. <laughs> like the, uh, yeah, it's the, And it's, uh, there's a really great, if you, if you go to YouTube and look for the piano has been drinking Fernwood tonight look for that because there was a TV show that Martin Mull and Fred Willard hosted as these characters in a, like a small town and it, and it's, and, and, but people would come and, but they would host it in character, but have real celebrity guests. I think the premise is the show was near the airport. Uh, (laughs) and and so even though it's a small town, they were near the airport. So these are like people on layovers so that it would be like, so Tom Waits would come in, uh, and he'd sing the song and he'd do an interview with them. Uh, and it was, it's just one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, that's great i'll look for that um and and and, and huck i uh do, do i detect that perhaps you're you're getting a little thirsty i'm, I'm getting a little, a little dry over here
1: brother uh yeah indeed i have a second beard at poor oh uh goodness. now last week we uh had uh the captains uh made the statement that uh we haven't had any beers from connecticut turns out it wasn't completely true
0: yes yes
1: we did have a beer from connecticut it was uh <coughs> In episode, I believe six, our pumpkin episode, you had Abomination Brewing's Forbidden Pumpkin, which is from North Haven, Connecticut.
0: And now you're not going to do it? all the hookups before I get to do my second pour, do you? This is just no, a no, no. Just, this okay. is just the one this <laughs> I, I has do, to do with I beer. do want
2: to mention that in, in, in our secret communication layer that we hold among um, the, the, the three primary beer vendors here, um, there was a long and detailed discussion of this that I got to witness, and it brought great joy to my heart. It was fun,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we did decide. We did have a Connecticut beer. But you know what? It's next door, so we haven't had enough. And I'm always traveling through Connecticut. So I said, this time when I travel to Connecticut, I'm going to get some beers. So I did, and I have a beer today here. It's called... Oh, the Workhorse from Counterweight Brewing. Now, I have not had any any counterweight. So they say uh, if you want to try a new brewery, if you're not sure about the brewery, get the Pilsner. See what the Pilsner's like. If they make a great Pilsner, everything else is probably going to be good. So let's give it a shot. This is the Workhorse from Counterweight Brewing uh, in uh, the town of... I should have memorized this before I started. Get my other glasses here. I got it. Hamden. Hamden, Connecticut. Oh, very good. If you've been. And there are Oh, it's jumping out of the can. Okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> jumping right out. Okay. That's I I hope that's a good sign. Uh there's a lot of great brews in okay. Connecticut. And we're gonna I'm gonna make up for that that loss in the next few weeks. We're gonna do more Connecticut bre- beers. Let's see what we got going. It's a, oh it's, gosh. It's, it's, like a healthy. it's going right in there. Nice wow. and straw. Yeah, good nice head retention. Straw-colored pills. Yeah.
2: Pretty clear. It looks like. Yep. Yeah. I know. I get yeah. the
1: purple light if I hold it back a little. There you go. Oh, that's I know. What I know. It the white like.
2: balance, but no, that's exactly that like crisp, clear straw situation you want to see, and a decent-sized head on it as well, which yeah. is really nice. Big bubbles. It looks like. Nice Big
1: pill in there. Big bubbles. <laughs> Workhorse. So there you go. We're getting notch up another Connecticut beer. Very good. Well, heck yeah. <laughs> there you go. Heck yeah, counterweight. There you go. There you go, counterweight. Yeah, baby, that's good.
0: Well, I'm starting to realize that, uh, oh dear, I'm empty as well. Oh, I'm wow. psyched. I love it um, when I get a, nice pills.
1: It's got the German style pills, but it's or, or Czech style, and it's got that American flair, baby, and I just do my little dance, my little pilsner dance. Woo-hoo!
3: That's, a, nice- that's yeah. a good dance. That's, that's a really, really good dance.
1: I am digging it. It's a shame wanna, the world
3: can't see
1: it. I'm digging on counterweight. I want to get more of them now. Very good. All right. Well, there you go. That's just, uh, and that doesn't count
0: as huck That was just so I we could get that in. No, no. It's, it's, it, 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 well, it does count, but now you have less huckups to deliver later. Traditional you know you German ways.
1: ingredients, unfiltered and dry hopped with noble hops, grassy lemon citric notes mingle with a clean German malt flavor, refined yet unfettered aggressively hopped, yet balanced, brewed to be seriously drinkable, 5% alcohol. Nice. 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 That's good. I'm really happy because I got a, I got three more of those. Oh, that's good.
2: good. Don't don't let uh, Cider Girl make any bread with them. I know that that may be beginning of <laughs> pandemic times, but if those are good drinking beers.
1: Absolutely. It's a good, good drinking beer.
3: Hands off, Cider Girl.
1: Yeah. <laughs> in Connecticut in the house once again. Now, on that note, Jersey we got to do something about Jersey because
0: we've had one and it was a collaboration
2: nice unacceptable they're just over the river
0: didn't you have a carton uh, it was it was a c- collaboration with carton and someone else uh, who brewed who brewed it did carton brew it, or did someone else brew it you it? see I'm I'd, I'd have to go look back again but uh okay. was, well, I know
1: you got one coming up someday uh, absolutely got a yes in your fridge. I, yeah, I, I right.
0: possibly have that we're one. we're gonna yeah. make
1: it up to Jersey and we're gonna make it up to Connecticut absolutely just like they we made it up appears. to Washington
0: yeah have we had any Washington beers actually? Uh, so I, we had, I, we had, we had, had at least two. So. No, we had like two in a row. After we finally got there, we had the we had the Stout. Yes. But before that, I had that one from uh, that uh, place. I don't. I, we've had we've had like hundred. Okay, some we're beers. good. We're good with Washington. Yes, yeah. there's stuff. a I mean, lot had of least, yeah, good beers in Washington. The, yes, but and i was so, you so you glad to finally get there. That. So that that counts as now you got
3: you got to rep my motherland for sure.
0: Yes, repping all right well i think uh i think for my second beer i'm gonna have to go down to my special place uh-oh where are you gonna uh, go uh here, you know here. it's uh it's uh, it's just oh, across the room down into the uh, that little creaky place that we call the uh that we call the the is this me is, well yeah <laughs> unless you oh. want me to play the sound <laughs> bite. The sound. I, oh, I always right. like it when it's live nice ju- hey, uh, and it. i'm let's gonna go, go to the uh going to the captain's cellar yeah
1: Come high water or hella, yeah. Filled with stouts and porters, made with bricks and mortars, going to the
0: captain's cellar. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, I've been, best I ever played it. I think <laughs> it's beautiful. Yes, that uh, was really good. And uh, sorry to make you put down your freshly poured beer for that. I know, really. I'm trying to <laughs> I drink I a I hope beer it was right, worth bro. it. It was worth it to us. Oh, porter. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so I've been talking a lot the last few weeks about how I've got a big crate coming from Tavor. It has shipped. Uh, I will probably have it uh, within the next week. And so I've been making an extra effort to try and sort of clear out some of the captain's cellar to, uh, well, I guess you'd say I've been uh, plundering the captain's cellar. I had to look at my notes to make sure I had the, I remembered that word, plundering it. Uh, and so uh, Belgian Babe was over here for the weekend and I said, help me make some space. Uh, and so I wound up having this 2013 Jolly Pumpkin uh, Madruga, Obs- uh, 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 Madruga Obscura. To, to, that was that had a nice little sour thing to it as well, even though it's a stout. Uh, it had this thing from Copper wow. Kettle. It's like a, a, a spooky hollow. It's a it's a like a Thanksgiving theme from our friends at Perennial. It had lunchbox treasures and then this mm. uh, this stout got serious from Untitled Art. So that's like I was just sort of okay. and now I'm down to about twenty in there right now. I think. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, but the one I have a uh, maybe job. a little little bit less. Not enough room for the forty I have coming, but you know there's some space in there. We're gonna work on it. Um, that's impressive. So, uh, back when we had Mr. White on the show, Rick White, yes. uh, we were talking about, um, hang on. Uh, it was, no, it wasn't when he was on here. No, yes, it was when he was on here. When he was on here, I had that Mr. Sandman, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Remember the Mr. Sandman from, uh, wherever they're from? Uh, I'll get to that. Oh, the Colorado, I believe. Uh, and, uh, and then a couple weeks after that, a couple weeks after that, well, recently when we had the Arkansas beer the nighty-night beer, you were mentioning that because it was aged in so many things, it was like a Long Island iced tea, which got me thinking. I had another Mr. Sandman in my refrigerator, but this is called the Long Island, barrel-aged Long Island Mr. Sandman, because it is aged in... Uh, it's, uh, let's see here. Gin, rum, tequila, and whiskey barrels.
1: Ooh. Plus, what it's got a little
0: orange in there, too. Uh-huh. For spice. I have not tried this one before, but uh, that Mr. Sandman was so good, I just decided...
3: I'm intrigued. Here.
0: Oh. All right, here we go. From our friends at River North, Mr. Sandman, Long Island, barrel-aged. All right.
1: River North. Wow. Whoa. This is what Whoa. I've been
0: aging since October. Yeah, this is that classic <laughs> motor oil feel. I there love it. And yeah, a little thin that looks thick.
1: Right.
2: Mm hmm. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, right. there that is. Let's see. And let's see it with that bottle. See, that's 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 the glory of a bottle aged like a of, of an aging process with a really rich beer like that, because you just it's going to intensify everything so well.
0: Oh, yeah, that's there's a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah, nice. the orange orange is there. It's a little bit bitter, uh, but it's uh, it's mellowed by all the by this lovely stoutiness of the whole endeavor. Remind us where where they're from. I th- I said Colorado, but um, am I wrong? Oh, I just missed it. I th- well, no, because I, 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 I it was because I the last time I had this, I looked it up and I researched it. This time, I was a little uh, less good about that. Uh, yeah, this is twenty twenty vintage. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's like in, from a special. It's from a special district in Denver. Um, I can look it up, but all right, yeah, nice, yeah, it's a very nice beer.
1: Captain Seller yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of
2: music, I mean, we've got our own, uh, we've got our own coming at you right here, our own beer adventures and music.
0: Yeah, music has <laughs> always been linked, uh, linked, linked with the show. It's just, it uh, uh, so is this a natural transition?
2: Yeah. Yep. Well, Huck, here's <laughs> yes. the thing. I, I, I had to, I had to get in touch with you this week because I had some guilt towards our listening audience uh, myself, uh, and right. since you are the arbiter of all. Of all corrections, I think it might be time to let our audience know where we, Beer Avengers, have failed them in the Hucka! That's right. It's our segment where Huck fixes all the the things.
0: ukulele has been drinking. (laughs) My is asleep. (laughs) You got it. Well done, Captain.
1: You got it right yeah hookups this week they're not too egregious not too egregious we did pretty we did very well actually with our our uh facts and figures last week uh like i said that we uh that we corrected that we had the abomination forbidden pumpkin uh beer wonder wanted to let me know the abv on the blessed amber ale was 6.1 percent and it was a lovely 6.1 percent i must add on the lovely beer i'm sorry you didn't get to try that one uh Uh, mother pucker but you know there's more bottles right
2: yeah there's more and there's going to be more coming soon so yeah
1: so there uh, there there, uh, we could uh, have a a, one of our gatherings perhaps uh, coming up soon and uh uh, the shovel town beer that was the collab with the mid cape hardware store that was called framework framework we couldn't come up with the name framework that was it uh the randolph rooftop we talked about them opening that up and i blurted out oh that's the watchtower building it's not the Watchtower building. It just happens to be one of the Jehovah's Witnesses buildings. Yes, it's not an the area one with the Watchtower on it.
2: It's an area known as Dumbo Heights, which is currently owned and operated by a small business run by our dear friend Jared Kushner. You might have oh, heard gosh. of him once or twice. I know,
0: but you it's should okay. go anyway. You should right. go anywhere we'll, and just we'll like go for, for, we'll do
2: it. We'll do it for Randolph. Stomp on him and drink some beer and. Shout profanities at the same
1: And sky. the only other thing was the uh, the is a red an amber, is an amber a red. According to the Brewers Association, an American amber ale is interchangeable with an American red ale. Ah. A different category yeah. is the Irish red ale is a different category. There's also Belgian reds, but that's like uh that's that's very, very different. So our Belgian ambers, that's a whole different thing. So uh there you go. Those are this week's uh, hookups. Not very too exciting good. this week. We're getting better.
2: We are. I'm proud of us.
3: Interesting. Yeah. Speaking of getting better,
0: we, uh, I know. I. I, I was there more there? I, no. Okay. So I. Uh, I'm. I'm just really excited. Uh, how. How, you know, we're we're still fighting this virus, but there's been a lot of progress moving forward. Yeah. Um, and I am the only one in the panel of the four of us tonight who has not had the vaccine. And that will change by the next time I'm doing one of these things because I'm going to City Field tomorrow night. Uh, I'm going to reveal a little, a little, a little disclose a little bit more about me, if not my location. I am Ooh. over fifty, uh, right. which means that as of Tuesday of the week we're recording this, I became eligible to to get a vaccine. Uh, and if there are any other people in that situation who are listening to this now, um, I know a lot oh. of you are frustrated, at least. My, if if you're like my friends who are the, you're frustrated that the the internet is not being very good at getting you that information, right? Uh, but there, if you're in New York City, there is a there's a, there's a hotline. I believe I'll correct this if I'm wrong. I'll dub myself in if I'm wrong. But I believe the number is eight seven seven V A X four N Y C. Uh, and so it was, I, I kept trying to navigate the website, kept trying to find a place, trying to schedule something, couldn't do it. I called that number, didn't have a very long hold time at all, got a very helpful person. First thing she gave me was 3.15 in the morning at City Field. Uh, well, that's enough. Well, I mean, it's great. I, I you know, I'm... the I'm- morning. Is that when you're gonna go? Is three fifteen a.m.? No, no it's not. Uh, the reason, the main reason, is I mean, I'd stay up for it. Uh, it's not about getting up. I'd be staying up for this, something like that. But I would just, I'm a, I'm a little nervous about that neighborhood at three in the morning, because it's it's kind of it's see, every time I've been there, unless there's a baseball game going, even during the day, it's pretty vacant. <laughs> Um, and, but then, but I said, I'm a little, little concerned about it. She gave me a few options. Finally, she got me 7 PM on a Thursday night. So that's when I'm going tomorrow night. Fantastic. Uh, who knows? It's either, I'm either one and done or I'll be part one of two, but, uh, uh encourage any of you out there who hasn't gotten one, uh, or hasn't had it available to you who has it available. Do that, uh, do that soon. So we can all hang out together.
1: Get yeah. it, get it, get your shot. Don't we be miss hanging get out. Your shot.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Well, there are we... no
1: microchips in the shot. No. That are going to control no. your brain. It is going to keep you from getting the COVID 19. So get it. Yeah, because the five-year-olds spreading already,
0: it. Right. 5 is already in
1: our
2: blood. I mean, I already have a 5G device in my pocket at almost yeah. all times. It's not, all it's time. it's so not if they like want I'm ever
0: going to put this down. Yeah,
3: yeah. They've, they've already put-
2: got us. They've already got us. Yeah,
0: like, so, exactly. So get the vaccine if you can.
2: Well, and I got to say, I was, you know, we had a, here in Gotham, we had a lovely weekend. I don't know. I hope everybody had a chance to enjoy some of the beautiful weather from this past weekend. But it was a little taste, at least in my little neighborhood, of what, what, we can expect when the world starts to open up when it's beautiful weather or people can sort of gather in, in responsible groups in ways. Um, I even took a quick walk uh, over by Randolph and saw that they were hopping, which was great. Mm. There were people you know at their appropriate tables and being very careful and wearing their masks when they weren't doing that. but it was it was an opportunity to see what the end of this is going to look like, and that was pretty exciting.
3: I'm so glad you said that, Beer Wonder, because I was walking through Central Park on Sunday on my way to work at an undisclosed location, Mm -hmm. and for the first time since this all went down just over a year ago, I just felt like, oh my goodness, this feels normal. People are out. The bike rental people are out. People are picnicking. Everyone's wearing their masks for the most part, but people were out, and they were coming together in hopefully responsible ways, but I was just walking through the park and I just, I almost, I felt a sense of relief that, that better things are to come. People are, are starting to feel optimistic and positive about the future. And that was really satisfying to me to see. Yeah.
0: Along those same lines, I want to ask the three of you, because I had, I had a specific feeling I didn't necessarily expect do you remember the feeling you had when you first found out you were getting it, getting the vaccine? I mean, it, it, like yes. either expected or unexpected or, or any of it. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Good. good okay. And I don't little... know, know if you <laughs> want to elaborate anymore because well, I have a specific, a few thoughts on it.
3: Well, well I, I, I suffer what what
1: from it, depression, so it was like, oh, good, I'm going to get a vaccine.
3: I felt a little guilty, honestly. Yeah. I, I I felt a little strange because, because of my profession, I qualified yes. early on and part of me kind of struggled with, well, maybe I should just hang back and let what's available right now be available to people who need it more than I do. But then I also rationalize with myself that me getting it is also part of the solution. Yeah. That's one more vaccinated person. Absolutely. And if an appointment is available to me, I would be stupid not to take. And Absolutely. so that that's how I navigated my own guilt through that whole thing. Yeah, we and all got to
1: get it. We all have there, to get it. And
2: ethicists have been saying this the, the full time, is that if you are intentionally jumping the line, it is not a time when you have an opportunity to get it, then that's problematic, right? But if you are a person who is offered the opportunity for whatever reason, because of what your life circumstance is, then it's becoming your obligation to get it. And Captain, I'm so glad that your time has come up.
3: Yes,
0: well, it's interesting. The whole notion of jumping the line, uh, f- there were certainly some people who were doing that, but I also heard what was even a bigger problem was people who weren't trying harder than they were to get the vaccine because they, they had that sticking about worried. Oh, I, I want to let other people who need it more than I get it. And actually they, the, 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 if you can get it and, and it's legal, you should get it and, and have your name add to the number of percentages. Absolutely. Uh, and then if, and then if you still have guilt about it, look into ways where you can volunteer to help people do that. Um, I think I didn't have really an element of that, both because I knew that and also because so many of my friends and also people I knew in other states who had lowered the age already. So I was just like, when is New York going to catch up? So I was so excited. but And, and so I really knew I was going to get it as soon as I possibly could. But on top of that, I, the feeling that, that engulfed me right after I, I, I got it was realizing that everything I've been doing this last year to contribute to hoping the world has been will get better mm-hmm. has just been maintaining it's yeah. not been a terribly active way oh mm-hmm. stay home do nothing don't go outside anymore you have to find substitutes for the things that you do do things like this and and then and there's it just it's it doesn't see even though all those things are good they don't they don't make you feel like yeah i'm i did it <laughs> it's more yeah. like yes i can do this i will do this i need to do this Whereas finding out you can get that makes you feel like I'm actually taking action to specifically be able to make things better. By making my body resistant to infection in a, in a powerful way and, or getting someone to help me do that, I feel like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing something. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't done anything that's made me feel that way in the last year, and it was pretty great.
3: It's nice to feel productive in that way. Yeah,
0: that, yeah that, that's, that's it. That's definitely it. Most definitely. Well, we're,
2: I'm just, I'm so glad to hear that, that, that good times are coming for you too. And hopefully we'll all have those good antibodies, which will mean important beer Avenger meetings will have to happen in socially distant, probably outdoor
3: ways. Yes. But you know, and Can you imagine if we could do a live in person beer Avengers podcast, how much fun that would be? Right. Yeah. Well, let's talk break. about
1: that. Mm-hmm. What, how, what does that look like? If we all are in the same room, we would bleed into each other's microphones,
0: right? Or yeah, we'd, we'd have to ch- share one microphone, or if, or we'd have to get. I mean, it's it's a whole technical thing that I'm not prepared to to L- listen my to my you right all in. with
3: your technical stuff. So I guess we um, would have
0: to just keep doing it this way.
3: It's just a fantasy at this point, uh, uh, I guess.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. It, for now, that's that's uh, unless it, it'll be a significant investment. Uh,
2: we'll make we'll I make you. it work. I'm sure that there for are those ways of to make
0: it us. Happen. Those of you for listening, thank you for listening in on our production meeting. We well, to- I tell you, I uh, <laughs> I, I, I was excited
1: about. I was excited about getting out and getting the vaccine and I got it. And I'm I'm at my two weeks. I'm fully vaccinated.
2: Congratulations. And just
1: right at that same time, I got a horrible uh, uh, bone spur in my heel. I can't go out. I can't even walk to the corner. I don't know. I thought I was okay to be vaccinated. Now this heel, I can't use my foot. Well, hopefully
3: the vaccine didn't cause it
1: no it's just a, just, uh, just age the vaccines
2: are safe it was probably They're very safe they are
0: yes Or the yes. 5g towers
1: i should have brought that up let's put that in the hookups cut no just just d- delete that whole part
0: <laughs>
3: oh don't worry he won't
0: <laughs> oh i absolutely will
3: cancel culture cancel culture
1: cancel, cancel it. no one wants to hear about your bone spurs I almost called myself by my name there. Don't
3: do it. Don't, I don't saw it. you I hesitate for a second there. Oh, I've, I've no got, got another positive about
0: your bone spurs, Finn.
3: <laughs>
0: I've got another positive uh, thing here. Um, awesome. Not just because they're our sponsor, but because they're my favorite place to hang out. Uh Astoria Beer and G's a couple months ago had to go back to had to, uh, to stop being open on Mondays and Tuesdays and they just added Tuesdays back this week.
2: Hey that's great. Yay! So
0: so for those of you who hear about all our beers, all our sponsored pours that you want to go get that they might even if they're sold out of them they're going to have great beers there. Uh they uh they are now open Tuesday through Sunday. Monday's the only day they're closed. They're like they're like Broadway used to be. Let's hang. Excellent. What's it's a great place to go and it's good to make
2: sure that when you're there tip uh, tip your servers extra. I just told
1: to I just told the the, the 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 uh what's her name? I almost called her Spider Girl. Spider Girl,
2: Spider Girl. was just
1: <laughs> Texting me, and I said, "Yeah, we're still doing the podcast." So immediately, she calls me.
0: Yeah, that Why doesn't she... make much sense, does it? No, that sounds that sounds like cider girl. Uh, we have a caller. We have our, fir- <laughs> our first caller into the podcast. Well, that see that must mean that that, that that yeah, that we. Does anyone have other adventures of their week in beer? I mean, well, just to, to add on to what I was just saying about a story of beer and cheese, you were talking about Randolph was so hopping, uh, mm-hmm. the 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 Belgian babe and I. Actually, we did go there Sunday afternoon for lunch, but we tried to go there Saturday, and we couldn't. It was too – really? all, all the tables table. there was distance properly, but all the tables were full. So we decided to go great. back the next day. And that's when I got a couple couple beers that I'm hoping – well, I mentioned to you the uh, Stillwater. And Alewife has a really good new stout out that I'm about. oh ooh, I'm okay. hoping to either be a sponsored pour or one I'll just pour on my own because I, I tasted it. It's really good.
1: I had a great Sounds ale, great. wife, which was a sponsored pour, but I just drank it anyway on my own. Uh, it was a Frau Frau ho, Holla. Frau Holla. It was a it was a dark lager. It was oh delicious, fantastic. That's a good
0: one. Yeah,
1: real good. Well, uh, it was g- so great to have uh, Mother Pucker. It's Mother Pucker, right? Whatever
3: you want it to pucker. be. Yeah. No, I it don't. I don't, I don't. need the Z. I'm I'm not that kind of a person. I just I she's just call Mother. Pucker. She's call
1: mother it what and it's the cowbell.
3: Yeah, I, th- I
0: think that's right. That's Although right. that doesn't mean yeah, we're not sure. going to call him cowbell if we feel we're feeling friendly, or or CB. Uh, <laughs> it's feeling uh, friendly.
3: Some people like the the, and some people just it's too much work to add that extra syllable in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some of us do, do with
2: with the beer wonder. We need it there to really make
0: our yes
3: feel to good. emphasize. Mine needs
2: I mean, no emphasis.
0: I, I would say it is it is it is more all right to add to to delete a the, then to add one then there isn't one there.
2: Uh, that sounds correct. That was almost Shakespearean. Like, yeah, I think that's fair. But like,
0: to go back to our music thing, it still bugs me when I hear people say the Eurythmics.
2: Uh, I, I am
3: with you, you, Captain, 100%. I, I'm feeling it on that
0: one. You know what's another one? Indigo
1: Girls. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. There's no that's the, true. but they they've they are to the point where they just accept it. Yeah. They're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you said the, but yeah. it's They, they just live with it now.
0: Well, I think with eurythmics, it might have actually just been a a a Greek word. It wasn't even a plural word. It was just it was just like a concept. Eurythmics.
1: Get it, eurythmics. All right. Got it. (laughs) Oh, I didn't start singing. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Sweet dreams are so, um, made of these. Who am I to disagree? To disagree?
0: Travel. Yeah. Oh. That's as much that, as we can get to without copyright violation. Yeah, exactly. Then
1: we, we're we're, we are flirting with the edges of that with our Hocus Pocus last week.
0: Well, if we have, if we ever get enough uh, listeners where people notice, I will go in and re-edit those ones. But for I know. Now, it's
1: like if we're so popular that we're we're, we're doing that is a problem I'm willing yeah. to deal with yeah absolutely <laughs>
3: Most definitely. Let, let's toy with fate a little bit make it <laughs> yeah yeah
1: for sure <laughs> absolutely well thanks again mother pucker for being with us uh, thanks for
3: having me
0: great show and uh if dare I say it
3: come back anytime <laughs> I, I will always come back if you' all invite me I enjoy it I love an excuse to drink beer with my friends.
1: I was thinking we need to combine Beer Vengers and see uh, how they do with each other. But I would, mean, I guess, maybe one of these days one of us won't be available and we could do that.
3: You y'all are going to start a new dating service that's all based around beer. <laughs> so you have to beer on probably beer.
0: will be somebody you already know. <laughs> well, well, I mean, it, I mean, because Wonder Beer Wonder already rhymes with Tinder and Grinder.
3: Oh there we go. So you've
2: got everything covered right there. So not only will I be brewing and doing delivery, but now I'm matchmaking. Got yeah. it. I got it's a whole side hustle. We'll make this happen. I like did, it. Did
3: he just say brewing and doing?
1: Yeah. And there there we go. Brewing and doing. <laughs> See, motherfuckers <laughs> you, you'll take doing. take
2: your ten percent right now, because we're just gonna make this thing happen.
3: Let's do it. I'm in. I
1: love it. I mean, I
0: don't even want to end the show. We're having so much fun. Yeah. But we could have fun. Uh, after and so Bo can show. you our fellow beer avengers uh, uh if you're if you're enjoying the show if you're if you and if you're still listening now I, I hope you are otherwise you hate yourself uh but uh tell your friends uh any 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 beer groups you're in let them know that this is something they might enjoy uh and they can contact us uh well you can find our our our, our, our all of our works at thebeervengers.com. uh yeah. our full archive of poor picks and episodes are all Mm -hmm. available streaming there, as well as pretty much everything we've ever done. Uh, You can email us at thebeervengers at gmail.com and reach us via social media at, at thebeervengers, and that's on Instagram, that's on Tinder, Eh, that's on is it on tinder no uh twitter i meant twitter <laughs> well, yes. it, not yet. T- yeah it, it, if beer wonder has his way it'll be on tinder as well that's uh yeah that's a nice little cross promotion we can get uh but yes on instagram playlist. on twitter on facebook am i leaving anything out beer wonder well,
2: I mean, here's the thing: we've got uh, Mother Pucker has delightfully curated our Beer Vengers playlist, yes. which is going to be on Spotify. So make sure you check that out and head over to thebeervengers.com, where we'll be sure to link to it, so you can get your beer jams on while you're drinking your favorite brew.
0: Absolutely. All right, I think I think that's it for for this week. Uh, Huck, you got something there for us. Uh, <laughs> Hold your
1: yeah. head
0: up. Keep your head up.
1: Hold, Hold your, your head, head up. up. Right. Sorry, Here we go. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Keep your head
3: up. <laughs> well, we're the Beer, 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 Beervengers. Beer, 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 Beervengers. Beer, 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 beer Beervengers. We're, we're the, the Avengers. Avengers.